0: Welcome, everyone, to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David, and this is evening prayer for Thursday, February 9th, the of our Lord, 2023, the season after Epiphany. The prophet writes, Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey where I'll be leading us in prayer using the new Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued support's helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this evening. I'll be reading the parts for The Efficient Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all of our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Invitatory, O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise, the people say. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our evening canticle, the Fos Hilaron, page 44. Together, O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, Now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the Vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Our psalm for this evening, Psalm 102, beginning on page 400 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto you. Hide not your face from me in the time of my trouble. Incline your ear to me when I call, O hear me, and very soon. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burnt up as in a furnace. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. Because of the voice of my groaning, my bones will scarcely cleave to my flesh. I have become like an owl in the wilderness, and like a screech owl among the ruins. I am solitary, and lie sleepless because of my groaning. I am like a sparrow that sits alone upon the housetop. My enemies revile me all day long, and those who are enraged against me conspire to do me hurt. For I have eaten ashes as if they were bread, and mingled my drink with weeping. Because of your indignation and wrath, for you have taken me up and cast me down. My days are gone like a shadow, and I'm withered like grass. But you, O Lord, shall endure forever, and your remembrance throughout all generations. You shall arise and have mercy upon Zion, for it is time for you to have mercy upon her. Indeed, the time has come. For your servants love her very stones, and are moved to pity to see her to dust. The nation shall fear your name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth your majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear, when he turns to the prayer of the destitute, and despises not their plea. This shall be written for those that come after, and the people that shall yet be born shall praise the Lord. For he has looked down from his sanctuary, from the heavens the Lord has beheld the earth, that he might hear the groanings of those who are in captivity, and deliver those who are condemned to die, that they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and his praises in Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also to serve the Lord, he brought down my strength before my time, and shortened my days. But I said, O God, take me not away in the midst of my days, for your years endure throughout all generations. You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens of the work of your hands. They shall perish, but you shall endure. They all shall wear out, as does a garment. And as a garment you shall change them in. They shall be changed, but you are the same, and your years shall not fail. The children of your servants shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in your sight. And the glory of Pottery, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 39. Jeremiah 39, beginning at verse 1. In the ninth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and all his army came against Jerusalem and besieged it. In the eleventh year of Zedekiah, in the fourth month, on the ninth day of the month, a breach was made in the city. Then all the officials of the king of Babylon came and sat in the middle gate. Nergal saw Ezra of Samgar, Nebusar Sakim, the Rabsaris. Nergal saw Ezra the Rabmag, with all the rest of the officers of the king of Babylon. When Zedekiah, king of Judah, and all the soldiers saw them, they fled, going out of the city at night by way of the king's garden through the gate between the two walls, and they went toward the Arabah. But the army of the Chaldeans pursued them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. And when they had taken him, they brought him up to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon at Riblah, in the land of Hamath. And he passed sentence on them. The king of Babylon slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah at Riblah before his eyes. And the king of Babylon slaughtered all the nobles of Judah. He put out the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in chains to take him to Babylon. The Chaldeans burned the king's house and the house of the people and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard, carried into exile to Babylon the rest of the people who were left in the city, those who had deserted to him, and the people who remained. Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, left in the land of Judah some of the poor people, who owned nothing, and gave them vineyards and fields at the same time. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, gave command concerning Jeremiah, Nebuzaradon the captain of the guard, saying, Take him, look after him well and do him no harm, but deal with him as he tells you. So Nebuzaradon the captain of the guard, Nebuchadnezzar, the rabsaras, Nergal Sar-ezer, the Rabmag, and all the chief officers of the king of Babylon sent and took Jeremiah from the court of the guard. They entrusted him to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan, that he should take him home. So he lived among the people. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah while he was shut up in the court of the guard. Go and say to Ebel Melech, the Ethiopian, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Behold, I will fulfill my words against this city for harm and not for good, and they shall be accomplished before you on that day. But I will deliver you on that day, declares the Lord, and you shall not be given into the hand of the men of whom you are afraid, for I will surely save you, and you shall not fall by the sword, but you shall have your life as a prize of war because you have put your trust in me, declares the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Page 45, the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, our response to the lesson. In unison, my soul magnifies the Lord. Our second lesson, St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 7. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 1. St. Paul continues, Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. Make room in your hearts for us. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have taken advantage of no one. I do not say this to condemn you, for I said before that you are in our hearts, to die together and to live together. I am acting with great boldness towards you. I have great pride in you. I am filled with comfort. In all our affliction, I am overflowing with joy. For even when we came into Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we were afflicted at every turn, fighting without and fear within. But God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort with which he was comforted by you, as he told us of your longing, your mourning, your zeal for me, so that I rejoice still more. For even if I made you grieve in my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, for I see that that the letter grieved you, though only for a while. As it is, I rejoice not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting, for you felt a godly grief so that you suffered no loss through us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. For see what earnestness this godly grief has produced in you, but also what eagerness to clear clear yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what longing, what zeal, What punishment? At every point you have proved yourselves innocent in the matter. So although I wrote to you, it was not for the sake of the one who did the wrong, nor for the sake of the one who suffered the wrong, but in order that your earnestness for us might be revealed to you in the sight of God. Therefore we are comforted. And besides our own comfort, we rejoice still more at the joy of Titus, because his spirit has been refreshed by you all. For whatever boasts I made to him about you, I was not put to shame, but just as everything we said to you was true, so also our boasting before Titus has proved true. And his affection for you is even greater, as he remembers the obedience of you all, how you received him with fear and trembling. I rejoice because I have completed complete confidence in you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this evening's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and confess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Page 48, our evening suffrages. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord. That there may be peace in your church and in the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all of our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. Page 603, our collect of the day from the fifth Sunday of Epiphany. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, keep your household, the church, continually in your true religion that we who trust in the hope of your heavenly grace may always be defended by your mighty power. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And on page 50, this collect for the presence of Christ on this Thursday evening. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom. I'll use these three prayers on page 51 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. O God and Father of all whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you. And men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. We pray this evening for all of those who have not yet received the gospel of Christ and those who have never heard the word of salvation. Send forth laborers into your harvest, O God, and gather yourself a harvest of souls. We pray for those who have lost their faith and become hardened by sin or indifference. Stir up the embers that are in their hearts, O God, and fan them to flames, and let these be saved. And we bring to you the contemptuous, the scornful, those who are enemies of the cross of Christ, and those who have persecuted your disciples. Forgive them, O God, for they know not what they do. Open their eyes and their hearts to the truth, and let these be saved. And lastly, we hold up those who in the name of Christ have persecuted others. That you, O God, would open their eyes and their hearts to the truth and lead all of us to faith and obedience to your word. These things we ask through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now as we lift up all of those on our prayer list to provide for everyone calling upon your mighty name. It's the only name given under heaven whereby men shall be saved. And all these things we ask for your love's sake. Amen. Finally, O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love that in companionship with one another your bounding grace may increase among us. Help us, O God, to love one another as Christ has loved us. Help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be salt and light in the midst of a corrupt and darkened generation. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Evening Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. Dot net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax deductible gifts. Alleluia, Alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, Alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.